Welcome to the Christmas edition of Kenny and the Coaches. Thank all of you for listening and happy holidays to all of you. On today's episode, I talk with longtime Duncan Banner sports reporter Andy Morphew. He's one of the busiest guys in Stevens County. And here's our conversation. Thank you again to Andy for being on the podcast today. Hopefully all of you have a great Christmas holiday. And thank you for listening to Kenny and the Coaches. Go ahead and subscribe to my podcast. Feel free to share and tell others about it. That's Kenny and the Coaches. And that's Kenny with an E. Until next time. Andy, thanks for taking time to visit with me a little bit. I know you're a busy man. Well, I appreciate it, Coach. Uh, it's exciting times around here, so just appreciate you having me on. No problem at all. Now, how long have you been at the Duncan Banner? Um, I have been uh, with the Duncan Banner this time around since January of 2016. Um, I was an intern back in 2011, uh, but um, obviously I finished school during that time and mm-hmm. went to another job before coming back to the Banner. How big How big is the, the Duncan Banner sports staff, and how do you manage to cover all the sports that you cover? <laughs> funny. funny. <laughs> well, I've got myself and then a freelancer, so it's just two of us. Uh, obviously, uh, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it, you know, I try my best to get to every sport. I have, like, a – I guess I would call it a war calendar. Like, it's, a, <laughs> uh, it's, got, it's on my board that says – you know, hey, this game is this time. This game is this time. Can mm-hmm. I get to this game? So it's it, it, it's a it's a fun time for sure, and uh, try to get to as many of the county schools that I can. How how much do you rely on just coaches? You know, like you give them your information, and they'll they'll kind of uh, text you or call you with the results. How much do you rely on that? I rely on that pretty much a lot because there mm-hmm. there will be times where uh, you know obviously if the, a team is doing well um, I'd like to try to keep up with them as much as possible. Usually my day starts off with uh, if uh, I don't have anything necessarily planned, I'll text some of the area coaches and just say, "Hey, how'd y'all do last night?" or "Hey, how'd y'all do on Monday?" If it's a, you mm-hmm. know the weekend and everything, so just you know it's. Usually my first little bit is just to kind of reach out to some of the area coaches and see how they did and, you know, vice versa. They, uh, I have a lot of coaches that will text me and say, hey, here's our results. That's good. You know, so, so it's, it, I, I've developed a really good relationship with the area coaches, and they, you know, have done a really good job, you know, contacting me as much as they can. Yeah, I know. Like, I used to work at a television station in Sherman Denison, and that was, it seemed like, you know, it was a, a news station, but, you know, we did just like the banner, but it was, you know, on television. But it was, it always seemed like that was the hardest thing on Friday nights was getting scores from people, you know, or just because, you know, like with on TV, it has to be right then, you know, and the game, yeah. sometimes the games are still going on and we're, you know, the news is going on and we're getting close to the sports segment. We're like, oh, crap, we got to. You know, we don't have scores on this game. It just, and that I remembered it was sometimes it would be tough 
to get coaches and people to communicate with us what was going on. So that's hopefully that's something that has changed for you, you know, here in 2022. It, it has, and I, I'll tell you, you know, when I first started, uh, obviously, you know, I I am originally from Texas, so um, mm-hmm. I, you know, hailed from there, and so I knew a little bit about Oklahoma sports, and so it was a, you know, you know, developing the relationships has always been. A big part of my job and I feel like I've done a very good job with trying to make sure that these you know coaches realize mm-hmm. that the ultimate goal is to make sure their kids get a good amount of coverage so they can so their successes can be put into the paper absolutely and I think that, that was the biggest thing I know way back whenever I was doing it it was like we're not I, I felt like a lot of coaches in the area that we were at kind of felt like we were coming after them or something like that, you know, and it's like, no, we're just trying to promote your program, promote your kids, you know. So. And, and, I, and, I, and I'll tell you something, this is, you know, one of the, this is one of the funnest times of the year because obviously, you know, the fall sports is starting to wrap up and then the, you know, basketball season starting and, you know, all the other sports that are going. And so it, it's, it's a good time of the year to just kind of, you know, reflect because obviously we're, you know, coming on the end of the calendar year and it's a good time to reflect on how the coverage went for the year yeah. and what we can do better for the next year. Yeah. What was it that made you want to cover sports? That made you want to get into like sports journalism? Well, you know, I, you know, for, I was always a, I was an athlete when I was in school and, you know, one of the things that really was cool about, you know, being an athlete is seeing your name in the news and everything. Mm -hmm. And I always had some really good teachers. Like I've had a lot of great people in my life that, you know, recognized early that I had great writing skills. Mm -hmm. And so they were just like, you know, being a coach basically. And my, some of my teachers were encouraging me, Hey, you need to continue to do this. You need to be a writer. Mm -hmm. And of course, when you're thinking to yourself, hey, what is, you know, what can I do as a career field for writing? I kind of just combined the love of sports and writing, and that's how I figured into this field was because it was just something that I, and you know, one of the things I tell people all the time, you know, it's so amazing. I get paid to go to games. Like, that's, yeah. that's basically what I'm doing is I'm, you know, tonight, or well, uh, you know, Obviously, Velma's in the playoffs for football, so they'll go in. I get to go to that game and sat and look, watch a football game. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of one of those things that it. I love writing. Writing's always been my passion. I, uh, you know, it's always been something that I love doing. And obviously, being an athlete when I was in high school, mm-hmm. combining the love of sports and writing, that's kind of what got me into it because it's just so amazing to get to stay in to high school sports because i think high school sports is one of the most amazing things in the world Mm -hmm. and you know it's just it's fun to get to see these kids succeed yes yeah now in in that too i mean it's almost it's almost a thankless job you know and i know you don't do it to be you know to be praised or anything like that but i mean you know, it's like whenever a game finishes, people almost want to see the results in the in the 
in the online newspaper, anything, you know, the paper doesn't come out. Like I said, there's a Friday game, won't come out till Sunday. But, you know, uh -huh. people want to see it instantly. And, you know, people want to see their local sports covered. Uh, but when, but there are some criticisms that come with that, with, with articles or who gets covered, et cetera. How do you handle that? Because I'm sure you have to hear some of it. Yeah, and, you know, it's one of those things that it goes back to, you know, obviously, you know, we we love covering Stevens County. We, you know, we obviously have seven schools here in Stevens County that we cover on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, you know, as much as I, as much as I would love to be at seven places at one time, that's just not possible, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a lot of a lot of the things that I do is to make sure, and that's why I kind of, you know, mentioned, you know, my, war, you know, my war calendar, obviously, because it's, you know, I try to look and see, hey, if this game looks like it's going to be a marquee game, I'll try to see if I can get somebody there. And, you know, obviously, I have my freelancer, uh, Kelly Ray, which you guys see a lot at Empire, because, mm -hmm. um, he's able to get to those kind of games and everything. And, mm -hmm. you know, Kelly has done a good job for me the last couple of years. And, um, you know, obviously Kelly is one of those guys that, uh, his first, you know, one of his first jobs was he worked for the banner and the express star in Chickasha. And so he, a couple of years reached out to me and said, Hey, do you have an opportunity? I would love to get back into writing. And I said, well, yeah, absolutely. I, I would love to have you. And so it's one of those, he he's helped me a lot and it's good to have a good um leadership at the paper because obviously they you know they know that um uh it's tough and uh there there's always going to be some people who you know don't necessarily think that i'm at every game but it's one of those i am trying my best but obviously they try to support me with as much help as they can so oh, yeah. I mean, if you're not at the games, you're there in spirit. Because I mean, it always. Yes. I've never. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I've you you get everything. I, that's why I asked you at the very beginning how you get it all covered. Because I mean, you seven schools doesn't sound like a lot, but it is when it's only one or two people trying to cover all of it. You know, and I can't imagine. I can I can kind of see like during football season, you can kind of get a schedule because most games are either going to be on Thursday or on Friday. But coming up, you know, when basketball starts, it's Monday, Tuesday. You know, sometimes Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. You know, I mean, it's yep. it's hard to get everything covered. I, that was that's the one thing about pay, newspaper. I, I'm I've always looked at newspaper journalists as a different breed because with like even radio, even radio and TV, it's it's easier because it's you know you just go get video of it, write a little something, put it on air, then you're done with it. You know, with a newspaper, I mean, you got to, you got to maybe take a picture if you got time to, and then get it on, and then write the story, and you got a deadline to get it on with. You know, that's I always kind of, I always had a lot of respect for newspaper journals. But well, with, yeah, and, oh, and we 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 appreciate every help that we can get because you know, obviously, uh, you know, there, and I've used parents before. You know, parents, mm -hmm. uh, obviously, you know, if they if they feel like they have a camera around their neck and they want to snap a photo or two and I'm not there, mm -hmm. feel free to send it in because that, that, that 
makes my life a lot easier when parents volunteer you know Mm -hmm. obviously i don't have a big enough budget to pay everybody but you know it's one of those if you want i always accept you know and our that's that's the goal for our papers we always accept you know submissions if we can you know Mm -hmm. it's usually a space is allowed but you know it's one of those it's nice to it's nice to be able to like if a parent is at a game and they think you know and it's one of our area teams they can always submit something because it's it's that's the one thing that i liked about my uh, about my management is they support me to where i can be able to look long range and see when i can fit it in mm-hmm. now this is something i've been wanting to ask a person involved in the newspaper this question like with the surge of social media just in the past gosh five ten years you know uh-huh. with how it's you know people can put stuff on facebook or on twitter what kind of challenges does that present to the newspaper industry? You know, um, obviously, um, everybody, um, everybody likes Facebook. They like Twitter. They, you know, whatever social media they're on. Uh, you know, um, it's one of those things that our company is probably one of the front runners of trying to get digital with our newspaper as well so mm-hmm. you know you know our newspaper has like if you if you buy a subscription to the paper you get a free uh digital subscription so um we have an app so the duck mm-hmm. and banner app is there um so if you have a subscription with us you can download the app look at the newspaper that you know you know there's a physical paper obviously mm-hmm. still but you, for people who don't necessarily, I, I'm trying to choose my words here. Uh, you know, obviously I love people who can pick up the newspaper and read it, but a lot of people are on their phones nowadays. So yes. it's one of those, you know, obviously it's a cool, it's really cool to look at the app and be able to see the same thing that you would see on the newspaper mm-hmm. in the app. So yeah. it's kind of really, uh, we, our company has done a really good job trying to keep, you know, the digital forefront while also respecting, you know, the newspaper business that began with just print and paper. And, you know, it's one mm-hmm. of those, we, I, I really like, you know, I'm, I've always grown up with the newspaper in my hand, but I also like the at- atmosphere of being able to log onto my phone and still like you know get other papers as well you know because i still subscribe to my hometown newspaper mm-hmm. but it's now mainly digital is what theirs is so yeah it's nice to be able to you know kind of have that option mm-hmm. whereas you know and, and you know and social media is a really good tool it really is i mean it's you know it, there is some downfalls with social media but i mean it's one of those it's really a good tool for what you mentioned earlier about the immediacy of, um, you know, trying to get things out because I, I don't know if you've noticed, but on Friday nights after football, we automatically post the posts of all the area scores. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just because, you know, Hey, it, you know, the paper really doesn't come out until the next morning. 
but mm. we can at least use social media to get the scores out there. And then yeah. that's the way that we have used social media before and just kind of, you know, and obviously I, if I'm at a game, I will update my personal Twitter. I'll update my personal, you know, mm-hmm. you know, stuff to show, hey, this is what's happening in the game. So it's it's a it's a really it's really the last, like you mentioned the last five ten years it's been a growing game like we've grown trying to do use digital mm-hmm. but we also have the option for people who like holding a newspaper as well still available yeah yeah and I do think that that I, I will commend you on that I do think of you know we just in the past four years kind of moved into Stevens County I mean we were in a different county I don't want to throw it out there and you know kind of talk bad about the other newspaper but you like you were saying Friday night after the game you can pull up Facebook or whatever and find those scores you can look at your Twitter feed and see you know like what game you're at what's going on you I think that you guys are doing a, a good job of getting things out there quickly you know for us impatient people and coaches <laughs> that want to know how other teams are doing you know, that's the one thing that, you know, I, I try to tell everybody, you know, um, I, I, I love writing stories. I love, you know, doing newspaper. And you mentioned yourself being, the, you know, TV person because you were at a news station there. You know, mm-hmm. I, and, and not to dog any news stations or anything like that, but, you know, I just like newspapers myself mm-hmm. because it kind of, you know, you get to get, go more in depth of the game. Yes. You can mm-hmm. dive in a little bit more because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it's um, – I, I can have space to do things. And, you know, I, and, 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 I, and, and I love our area, you know, our, our area TV stations. They do a really good job as well. It's just one of those I – I've, I've always grown up to be a guy that likes to look at the newspaper mm-hmm. and see the writers because I grew up with, a, you know, a bunch of – you know, writers in our area, mm-hmm. and I always like reading their stuff. Well, and plus, I mean, like you're like you're saying, it's not just like with news; it's just highlights because you got, you know, you got to be in and out quick. With with newspaper, you can actually get more in depth, like you were saying, with what actually happened at the game. You know, the conditions of the game. You know, just different things that you can get more in depth with. More, you can be more descriptive with with newspaper. Yeah. Now, kind of. Shifting gears just a little bit, what uh, of the sports programs in Stevens County? Like I said, coming into Stevens County, I've been around a few of them. You know, you always got your, you know, your your Marlows, your your Velmas. They're always going to have traditional powers, but always kind of from the outside looking in, it always kind of seemed like there was the sports programs in Stevens County were just kind of. So, so what would you say kind of the state of sports programs in general are in Stevens County? You know, I, I really think that uh, it, it's amazing to see my first year here at Stevens County, um, you know, just the growth of some of the area's facilities. Because, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of those, uh, obviously, you know, you can go, into a game and know that you know as long as the coaches you know the coaches are doing a really good job and they're making sure that their kids are ready for the game but you know 
the community comes out and supports here in Stevens County for sure, 110 percent. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, you know, when Marlowe uh, was on their run for state football, uh, the run that they ended up winning the 2A state championship, you know, it was really cool to see some of the other area schools out and in Marlowe's stands, even though, mm-hmm. you know, even though it's, well, and you, you mentioned off, offline, of, you know, uh, you know, you growing up and being from Fox, you know, mm-hmm. Velma was kind of your rival, yeah. but you know, it's one of those, it's interesting to see like with Marlowe's run last year, there was a couple of Comanche kids even in the stands mm-hmm. watching the state championship game. And that's one of the things that I really like about Stevens County. I feel like the community support is top notch here. It's one of the few counties that I go into and see, you know, the success and everybody, you know, celebrating the success mm-hmm. of each other. And I think that's really cool to see. And, um, you know, obviously, um, one of the cool things about basketball is, I and I and I I've done my research. I feel like there's not that many county tournaments around, and so yeah. for basketball, you've got the Stevens County Basketball Tournament. It's in uh, I believe it's going to be year '93. Yeah. Um, this next year, and um, it's cool to see how everybody comes to one gym and just supports the kids like that Saturday night, the championship Saturday for the County tournament Mm. is one of my favorite things to cover because it's so loud. It's so packed. Yeah. Uh, Normally, normally it's standing room only depending on which gym you're in. Mm -hmm. Like it it, it depends on which gym is hosting that year. Um, So, I mean, it's, you know, the community support uh, all is the one thing that I've, noticed here in Stevens County has been one of the big things and the facilities are top notch as well. You know, um, obviously Duncan right now, uh, passed the bond and they're building a bunch of stuff. Um, Marlowe just passed the bond. Mm-hmm. They're building a bunch of stuff. You know, it's it just, it seems like the community is caring for their schools. And that's what I like to see. I like to see the community care that, there is and i think that's really fantastic to see oh yeah i would agree with that and i, I hadn't really thought about that till you said that because i know like even on nights that we would play on thursday you know friday night our kids would be going and watching someone else in the area you know but right. and, and you know in past you know we a kid would go to watch a game of a team that we're going to be playing but they'll go watch local local schools play and i Never really thought about that, just showing up and supporting other kids that they know. Because, you know, that, that's kind of changed too, you know. Like I was telling you, um, you know, whenever I was at Fox, we would never go watch a Velma game. We would not show you know. And that's just different because now, you know, even though you're friends with those guys, you were still their competitors. But now it's like I think that's just athletes in general. You know, they're friends with these guys, so they'll go support them and watch them playing some other team that they want them to beat. You know, just when it comes to competing with them on the field or on the court, they not necessarily the same thing. Now, um, in your uh, in this past year, 
what was one of the or what's some of the biggest stories in in Stevens County sports wise? You know, um, obviously, uh, 2022 has been an interesting year for uh, Stevens County sports. Um, you know, um, obviously, I cover small towns and everything, but Duncan had a really good spring this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they um, they ended up winning the Boys Golf State Championship, which happened to be hosted in Duncan, which... Uh, I guess we can call that a little home cooking, winning. The, uh, but you know, it, but hey, um, they they did it fair. They went through OSSA and did the process, and mm-hmm. it just happened to be Duncan's here to host. So um, you know, and and Duncan's boys golf team ended up winning the state championship, and then a week later, the Duncan baseball team ended up winning the first ever state championship in the sport of baseball. Mm-hmm for the whole county. Like, it, it wasn't just Duncan's first title. It was the first Steven. And, of course, Empire, I know, you know, many years had some success in baseball, and Marlowe had success the last couple of years. But Duncan just kind of came up and was like, they had, you could tell that their young kids were hungry and really ready to play. Mm-hmm. And so that was another good story, was the baseball team winning the state championship. And, um, you know, obviously, um, Marlowe's had some good, you know, run last, you know, uh, in the spring as well. And, you know, one of the things that I really liked was, you know, um, you guys at Empire, you know, moving from eight man to 11 man is tough. Like that, I, I, I've seen it happen several times, but you guys, you know, moved to 11 man this year and you guys, um, did really well at the beginning of the season. And then you guys, you know, it, a lot of people, when they move from eight to 11, man, you you can tell that there's a, you know, learning year is what I would call it is Mm -hmm. is what I would call it. But um, you guys had some success and it was really cool to see you guys, you know, play the way you guys did, because, you know, obviously there's so much that could happen when you move up to, from eight man to 11 man. And Mm. I feel like you guys are on the cusp of doing something really good. So I think that that was a big story in its own, because obviously, you know, y'all, y'all at empire are growing and Mm. just to see, you know, you guys get back into 11 man football. Cause I mean, I, I was there when they moved from 11 man to eight man. Mm. And it was just really interesting to see the dynamic of you guys having success in eight man and then come right away back into 11 man and have that success. I think it's really cool to see how the program has transpired yeah. into what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for that. I kind of, you know, it's one of those things where I'd never really been, we'd talked about that kind of after the season was over. It's one of those things where, when you're in it, you know, like you said, we started out like we did and then kind of had that lull, you know, I think we lost five straight. And then, you know, at the beginning, like you were saying, going back into 11-man, because I don't think any of our kids play has ever have ever played 11-man. I know my two haven't because, you know, where we came from, we were eight-man. 
but you know, just the kids learning a whole new because it is different. I mean, it was different for me as a coach because I uh-huh. never I never coached eleven man. So I mean, it was just kind of seeing, you know, looking back at it. Yeah, I mean, we were five hundred. That's not you know what we wanted, but we did some good things and hopefully some things that our young guys can learn from. You know, so it was a uh, yeah. It's a uh, oh, go ahead. And I commit, and I commend you guys for that because it's one of those, you know. Obviously, it's it, it's really tough. Like I, you know, because I, you know, when I I was in my career when Velma moved to eight man, and when you guys moved to eight man, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of people that were just like, well, uh, you know, tradition, tradition, eleven man, you know, and everything. But you guys adapted to it, and. Um, just ran with it, and I think that you guys uh, – that, that's one thing that I love to see is when programs, you know, have to roll with different um, different sets of problems, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, come out and do as well. Because, I mean, you know, yeah, you're, you're right, 500 probably wasn't the end goal that you guys wanted, but, I mean, that's still commendable when I've – because I've seen to where programs get moved up to 11-man – and they go zero and ten. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that—that's you know, it's I, I've seen that, and it's not—it's not fun. It's not fun to see that because it's just one of those. You know, the kids are trying as hard as they can, and mm-hmm. they definitely, you know, it's—it's it's a different ball game for sure. Yeah, and you know, and just kind of you kind of said that about the tradition. You know, that's one thing that. Not, not to knock anything in the past here at Empire, but, you know, football, just honestly, sports in general tradition hasn't been that big of a thing here, you know. So that's something I think that, uh, especially like, you know, Coach Hayes, our head football coach, has done a real good job of is kind of establishing a new tradition. You know, like schools like Velma, they had that – they've got championship tradition to kind of lean back on. You know, like whenever they went down to eight-man, they were like, all right, we're going to dominate – in eight man, you know, and just, we're going to, they're going to, I'm sure they were thinking we're going to do what we do because we're Velma. You know, we didn't, we couldn't really say we're going to do what we do because we're empire. If we did that, it probably wouldn't be a very good outcome. But that's one thing that, you know, I think that I was kind of surprised from these kids is, you know, they knew that we were going into a tougher situation. We lost some kids last year. Um, and they just kind of, you know, for the most part, you know, with that little lull in the middle, they kind of, and kind of got their, uh, kind of got down a little bit, but the way that we finished, you know, winning that last game kind of showed me a lot about them, about our kids, you know. So, but yeah, I mean, it it is a, it, it is kind of a tough situation to, to be in there, but you know, hopefully we can yeah. keep it going in the right direction. <laughs> and, I, and and that and that's the one thing, another thing that I wanted to mention, you know, um, obviously, uh, what you know. At, when I was looking into my career, uh, when I was looking into my stuff, you know, so someone was like, well, you want to be a part of sports, you know, why don't you coach? And I'm just like, well, I, I could coach and I, I feel like I would be successful at coaching, but you guys, uh, you know, obviously have your 110%, 100% heart into it. And so that's why I was like, well, you know, and then of course, writing has always been my passion, and so it's one of those. I felt like this was a good way to stay into the high school sports world. Oh yeah, and that's 
So I I commend you guys because coaching coaching wise, you know, it's 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 a tough game for sure. <laughs> yeah, I tell myself a lot. You know, you kind of rely on 15, 16, 15 to eighteen year old boys to, you know, kind of get what you're trying to get across to them you know something because you know as a man we don't really understand stuff <laughs> that well so i mean it's a it is a it's, it can be challenging at sometimes yeah but, absolutely and so you know um it's really it's really cool to see you know, obviously with my job as a, a journalist, you see a bunch of people who, you know, uh, have passion for high school sports. And that's ultimately what I want to show. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like my job is I want to show the passion of the kids, the coaches, you know, the community. Mm-hmm. That's that's the ultimate what I why I love doing what I do because I get to show the passion of the kids because you know those kids you know they do a really good job playing sports and learning the game and just kind of it's and it's really cool to see the passion mm-hmm. being shown yeah and yeah. that's why that's why I like doing this is because you know sometimes when you read one of my stories you can tell passion that these kids because I, I i will say out of all the schools that i've covered you can definitely tell a stevens county team for sure because mm-hmm. they're not going to give up they're not going to mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they're not going to mail it in as i guess if that's a term you want to say they mm-hmm. they always try to give it to the last whistle and i that that's something to commend the coaches on because the coaches do a good job showing their passion to their kids of trying to grow the game. Now you kind of mentioned that about conveying the passion that these kids have. Do you get the, I know like a lot of times you're just, you write the kind of summary of the games and stuff like that. Do you get to write much or do you get to write very many like feature stories on, on things? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the feature stories are one of some of my favorite things to do because it's one of those, um, um, you know, Kelly's been doing a. My freelancer Kelly has done a lot of that as well. You know, mm-hmm. one of the one of the really cool things, um, you know, that I've implemented. Uh, you know, back in the past, you know, signing days when they signed to college, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes they would just get a photo and maybe a small story, but uh, the signing day, you know, for the kids for high school going into college. I've made it a passion of mine to, hey, this is a big moment. They're going to college for sports. Mm-hmm. This is needs to be a bigger, as big as a game story, to be honest with you, because, you know, it's one of those things that you look at. They're, you know, signing to play college sports, and you know how hard it is to, you know, get into college sports. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it, And so that's one of the things that I really absolutely love doing is, to be able to do those future stories and be able to ask the kids, Hey, you know, you obviously are good enough to play college sports. Look back. Can you look back at your, your high school career and see how you got to this point? And it's cool to see some of the answers these kids have, because, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the kids are just like, well, you know, 
you know, state champion, state championship, but they always go back to one of the questions I always ask at the end of these signing stories is who would you like to thank? Who would you like to credit for your success? Because, you know, it all comes back to, you know, who got them there to that point. And I just love hearing the kids answers because the kids, you know, some of them are like, Oh yeah, my family's always there. My coaches. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a good way to show that these kids care more about who they want to thank for yeah. getting them to that point. And I think that's important. I think that's really important. Those future stories to be able to show the kids and to show the community, Hey, these kids do care about things mm-hmm. other than what's going on. You know, they're showing what they've learned and they're growing as humans. Like, yeah. cause that's, 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 that's the thing when you're dealing with high school kids, sometimes, you know, they're learning how to become better adults. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Got a hypothetical situation for you here. And, uh, and you may have been in a situation like this. I, I don't, I don't know. The whole Mike Gundy, I'm a man press conference. I'm sure you've mm-hmm. infamously yeah. seen that where he goes off on an article and I'm pretty sure the reporter that wrote the story was there. Uh, yeah. How would you handle that situation? If you're in a press conference and some dudes going off on an article you wrote and you're there, how would you, how would you handle that? You know, um, there, there's always a thing called professional decorum, and I, I, you mentioned the Mike Gundy, I'm a man thing. Yeah. That you're, you're absolutely right. The reporter was in the room, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, um, that reporter, you know, did a really good job of not reacting in the moment, mm-hmm. uh, or at least, at least the cameras didn't show that. I don't know what the reporter ended up doing, you know, behind the scenes, but it's just one of those. You know, in a hypothetical situation, if, uh, you know, luckily, um, I, you know, I, I don't get to do many press conferences, which is a good thing for me because, yeah. uh, you know, it's one of those like, I, I think the worst part of it is, you know, obviously with the state championship games, when you're, you're uh, after a win like that, you know, everyone is interviewing at the same time. So that's the closest I've gotten to a press conference style. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously, um, these we we try not to, uh, as journalists, you know, we tr- we we we're, we're taught to ask the tough questions, but we're also taught, you know, to be fair to all, be fair mm-hmm. to everyone, and I feel like that's one of the, my goals in life is when I'm asking questions, you know, to make sure that you know because. Obviously, I can, you know, with the way, you know, my words have power, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, in newspaper print, you know, I, you know, you could type anything you want, but it's one of those people are going to be reading those from years to come mm-hmm. and be able to see the passion and everything like we've mentioned. But so but hypothetically, you know, obviously if I was in a situation like that, I'd probably do the same thing that reporter did and just kind of, you know, um, stay calm at the moment. But then, you know, obviously we have a bunch of people that are in our corners 
that mm-hmm. we can always go to and be like, hey, what did you think of this situation? And that's what I like about our paper is I've got, like I mentioned earlier, we've got a great staff to be able to bounce ideas off of. Mm-hmm. So I hope right. that answered the question. I'm oh, curious. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was always wanted to. I, I always kind of thought how I would have reacted in that situation. I don't know. I, I guess I would have just sit there and took it because, like you said, there's you have to be a professional, even though the person going off on you is not being a professional. You know. Yeah, and, and, and you know, and 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 that's another thing that you know. Um, obviously, Mike Gundy was protecting his player, mm-hmm. which I yeah. commend a hundred ten percent because I feel like protecting your player is your job as your coach and so yeah. I, I you know it's one of those I feel like he did his job while the journalist was also doing well yeah. it was a, it was it was a she so well yeah. she was doing her job because that's who wrote the article was Jenny Carlson and so it's one of those like um, so I think you know it's just one of those things that you know obviously um our, our job as journalists is to make sure that we tell the truth 100% of the way. And that's what I, you know, I think one of the things that I hate the most and um, is making a mistake. And I'm like, I'm hard on myself because, you know, it's one of those, mm-hmm. I, I, you can't be perfect, but you also know that your, word, your words has impact. So I think that that's, you know, something that I strive to do on a daily basis. Yeah. In my job. Now, I've kept you on here long enough. I got one final question for you. All right. If you can, you can only pick one of these, okay? What is okay. your, what is your favorite sport to cover and why? Oh, man. Uh, you know, I, I've been the biggest baseball fan of my life. That's what I played. That's what I played. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, baseball. There's just something about sitting at a game. You know, I know that you know baseball. You know, obviously, is one of those sports where um, you know some people love it and some people hate it, and yeah. there's not usually an in between for that sport. <laughs> True. But you know, um, baseball is obviously something. Uh, you know. I've always loved baseball. I, I, I've always, you know, you know, one of my goals was to, uh, in journalism was, you know, you know, one of my, you know, pipeline dreams, like, you know, I want to be a ESPN reporter for baseball, you know, that would be so cool to do that. Um, so, but I absolutely love baseball. It's one of my favorite sports. Um, uh, obviously, um, you know, my first game that I went to um, as a fan was a Texas Rangers game. So it's one yeah. of those, you know, mm-hmm. baseball has always been one of my first loves. And if I had to pick one sport, that would probably be it. That's cool. That's cool. Well, Andy, I really appreciate you being on. It was nice to visit with you a little bit. And I'll definitely be seeing you in the newspapers. All right, man. Uh, appreciate you, and uh, keep up the good work. I, 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 I try to listen to this podcast every week, so I, I encourage everybody to go listen to Coach because he does a really good job with this. 